Action Park Media. Kia ora everyone! Oh, this is a good episode, especially if you are interested in gut health, overall internal health, and as it pertains to your skin health as well. I have the founder of The Beauty Chef on. Her name is Carla. She's phenomenal. So check it out. This is Pretty Depressed with Carla. The amazing founder of The Beauty Chef, Carla. Carla, I spent a lot of time this morning kind of deep diving into your journey. And as someone who suffers with anxiety and depression and a lot of it actually stemming to gut health, I've been really excited to chat to you. So I guess for our audience who might not be familiar with um, The Beauty Chef and kind of your entry into this world, would you mind giving us a bit of a, a rundown? Of course. So I started the Beauty Chef in 2009. Our philosophy is based on beauty beginning in the brain. And we create biofermented probiotic elixirs, powders, capsules for gut health, skin health, and well-being. And we're really, really passionate about helping our community to be the healthiest and happiest versions of themselves by not only offering these beautiful, efficacious formulas, but also shedding a light through education on the importance of nutrition for gut health and well-being. So we have products. I've also written a couple of books as well because I take a very holistic approach to beauty and well-being. And interestingly, Kim, when you just talked about anxiety and depression, and the link between nutrition, gut microbiome, and mental health. So we've done a few collaborations with this beautiful, inspiring woman called Professor Felice Jackis, and she works out of the Food and Mood Centre at Deakin University in Melbourne, and she's done lots of research on the connection between diet, gut microbiome, and mental health. So even though we talk about beauty beginning in the belly, we are very big on health and mental health beginning in the belly. So there's not just a, you know, a gut skin axis, but a gut brain axis, so an information highway between your gut and your brain that influences how you feel and your mood. And something like 95% of your feel-good hormone serotonin is made in your gut. A calming neurotransmitter like GABA is also made in the gut. So I'm really passionate about teaching people not just about eating well and focusing on gut microbiome for skin health, but all over well-being. Mm. Yeah, it feels a little chicken and eggy and um, not to make this about me, but because I feel safe using myself as an example, I felt a lot of the time um, I have quite an active thyroid. So although I was never sort of putting on weight, I was medicating a lot with sugar. Um, I had quite severe acne, especially hormonal acne. Um, a lot of brain fog and my fix mm-hmm. or my quick fix was always sugar because it gave me that spike. But what I was doing yes. was kind of then my gut health sort of fell apart and my skin was falling. So it just is kind of the spiral of seeing how that all um, intertwined. Out of curiosity from a science sort of standpoint, did you come into this space just from a curiosity or did you have sort of um, your own I feel like a lot of the people I speak to who end up as entrepreneurs in this space or others, it usually comes from like a, there was no product or there was, yeah, I tried everything. (laughs) Absolutely. So my daughter, who's 26 now, but when she was 10, so about 16 years ago, she also suffered from 
eczema and allergies, and I suffered from eczema as a child and teenager, and I had terrible eczema. So all over my arms, all over my legs, and terrible allergies. Everybody knew where I was because it was like, there's a trail of tissues. She can't be too far away. <laughs> I was always sneezing and always had allergies to pollens and cats and foods and so my mum took me to a naturopath when I was about 13 and the naturopath did a whole of blood tests and she eliminated certain foods that I was allergic to, like dairy and gluten, introduced other foods and also supplements. And I guess, you know, I always look at things that are negative that happen and try and always look at the positive. And I guess my experience with that really put me on a health journey that made me very passionate about helping other people and always wanting to do something in that area. And I love food, like I'm a real foodie, I love cooking, but I also love that food is medicine. And I guess my experience at that age was that I saw that connection between what you consume and how it can affect your health. So my skin cleared up and my allergies were much better, really alleviated through this change of diet and lifestyle. And then fast forward, pardon me, fast forward, Years later, I became a beauty editor for a mainstream newspaper and I was sent all of these beauty products, like mass market beauty products, and I knew that all of those toxic, questionable chemicals were not going to really heal anyone's skin. And I felt this responsibility because men and women from all over Australia were writing to me and saying, do you have something to help me with my psoriasis, my eczema, my acne, premature ageing? And I looked at these ingredients and these products and I knew that looking after your skin was an inside-out job and also that the only way to truly heal your skin was with bioactive, botanical, plant-based ingredients. So I decided to quit the newspaper. I wrote a book for Penguin called Feeding Your Skin about 20 years ago, which is all plant-based topical recipes and masks for your skin. And I became the ambassador for the Biological Farmers of Australia and Organic Skin Care about 15 years. I became the beauty editor for Wellbeing Magazine and also penned thousands of articles as well as a column for the Sunday Telegraph all about natural beauty and beauty from the inside out. But I really wanted to change, help change the paradigm in the beauty industry, which I thought was really unhealthy. And then my daughter, when she was 10, she suffered from expert allergies. So obviously there's a predisposition in our family to eczema and allergies. My husband has them as well, so my daughter got the double whammy genetically. And yes. what I've learned, though, I, it's, yeah, and what I've learned, which is fascinating, is I'm a big believer in epigenetics, that genetics loads the gun and environment pulls the trigger. So while we have a predisposition to something, we can help control it. It can be manifested because we're not... Um, eating right or we're not, you know, through poor nutrition or lifestyle factors. But we can also, I think, in not all cases, but a lot of the time, keep it at bay by looking at our gut health, our diet and our, our lifestyle. I am curious because you, you've you been obviously doing this work for a really long time and then people like me come along in uh, 2024 and we're like, this new thing, this new thing of like... <laughs> fermentation and um I, I imagine there's an element of probably frustration because it's in more and more in vogue now that you're like I've been trying to tell you this for years but, um are you sort of seeing positive change is it not moving as quickly as you would like you know I I guess one of the biggest obstacles 
with healthy eating, healthy lifestyle and products is also around price point. And I think that's a huge barrier of entry for people. So I'm curious if yeah, you're just sort of zoomed out POV of where we're at. So I think uh, that's a great question. I guess I started in 2009 and people thought it was such a weird idea what I was doing, a powder that you took your skin. And even crazier and more left of field was a product that was full of bacteria and fermented ingredients that helped your gut, that helped your skin. Like, don't get it. And so a lot of people told me it would never work because they didn't understand it and it wasn't a commercial idea. And so I feel like I've spent a long time educating people around gut health, bacteria, gut microbiome, nutrition, skin health and well-being. And what I do love, and I think it's really positive, when I started, there was such a very one-dimensional view of beauty and it was about topical skincare, even in terms of what beautiful was, it was very cookie cutter. And, you know, we moved now into, you know, 2024. Not only is there so much diversity in the beauty industry and more diversity, I think there's still work to be done, but there's a real encouragement for women and men to embrace their individual beauty, which I think is very positive. And, of course, gut health has gone mainstream. So people are realising how important the gut microbiome is for your health and skin health. And science has caught up with nature because naturopaths have said it for a lot, you know, a long time that your gut health and digestive system is so important to support all your body systems. So, you know, 70% of your immune system lies in your gut. It's where we make nutrients. It's where we regulate our hormones, regulate our detoxifying enzymes. It's basically where we regulate our immune health, our metabolic health, our brain health, gut health, absolutely everything. And, you know, a lot of doctors now, integrative doctors, are, you know, incorporating a nutrition and really focusing on gut health with their patients, which is amazing. And there's so many studies that are now coming out that are looking at the connection between gut health, depression, gut health, anxiety, gut health, skin issues, gut health, obesity, and the list goes on. And so I think that it has gone mainstream, which I'm really excited about. I love the fact that so many people think about their what they're putting into their body as a part of their beauty routine and often they've, you know, whipped up a kale and coconut and glow in a beauty smoothie uh, before they've even thought about putting on their makeup in the morning. So it's been a long journey. I guess I'm a very patient person and I understand that things take time and sometimes that's really frustrating and I was saying to someone yesterday, you know, it's sometimes easier to be last to market than first to market because you have to do all the education. Oh, I was just thinking, like, looking, reading some of your story earlier, I'm like, whoa, I wonder how frustrating it is when people are like, we'll just ride her cocktails. She's done all the education and we'll launch the product. Obviously, that's part of it. And competitive market, I guess, is so helpful. But, yeah, I wondered if there was a decision. I think I love competition and I think it's really good because it broadens the market and it gets the message out there. But only if companies are doing good products. There's a lot of products out there that aren't that great and they've jumped on the bandwagon and I don't think that's better customers not giving them products that have the integrity, the efficacy, because people are spending a lot of money on wellness. So, 
And, you know, going back to your question around fermentation, it's so hilarious, Kim. We have so, over the years, I keep saying to my marketing team, we have to talk more about fermentation. And they might say to me, which is completely reasonable, and in the past they have colour, but no one cares about fermentation and they don't understand it. So let's talk about just the benefits of the product and skip the fermentation part. But I feel really passionate, you know, <clears throat> pardon me, fermentation is our superpower and we built a state-of-the-art biofermentation plant in Sydney with leading microbiologists. It's so cool and we can really optimise the probiotic and the postbiotic content of our formulas to make them super potent. And when people hear about the plant and what we do, they're like, why don't you talk about that more? That's so fascinating. And fermentation is so fascinating. And I think my marketing team were right. People weren't ready to hear it. But I think now they are. And I think there is more awareness around fermentation and it's incredible benefits because not only does it supercharge ingredients, but it creates a broad spectrum probiotic. And broad spectrum probiotics are really important because they help to encourage microbial diversity. So you don't just need one or two strains of bacteria. You need a whole vast array of beneficial bacteria to nurture your gut health. And microbial diversity is linked to good health. So, and it's interesting, I looked at a trend report recently and they said fermentation is going to trend. And I'm like, hallelujah, it's about time. (laughs) If only you were a man, they might have listened earlier, eh? I mean, like... Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Potentially. So I love being part of something that's very progressive and disruptive and helping people think differently about beauty and their wellness. And that's really rewarding and helping people. We've helped over a million people with their gut health and their skin health with glow. Wow. That's congratulations. That's so impressive. I I am, um, because some people might be listening to this and going like, oh, my skin's fine. I get an upset tummy occasionally, you know, like from the science perspective, which I know you've done a lot of research on, what would be some things that people might think are just normal, but are actually kind of little flags that perhaps your your gut health or your internal well-being, like I said to you earlier, like when my skin was fine and I could carry on during the day, I didn't really realize that my body was trying to it's like, let's give her an upset tummy every day. And I'm like, eh, it's not enough to stop me. I'll just keep carrying, you know, like it's as if your body has to try and scream until you do something. So, you know, a dry lip, um, uh, red eyes and things like that. Yeah, there's sort of some symptoms that people might go, okay, cool. Maybe I do need to look into that a little bit more. Question. So more and more studies show that where there's gut inflammation, there'll be inflammation throughout the body and also skin inflammation. So skin issues are a really good barometer that you may have gut issues. Something like people with acne and rosacea are 10 times more likely to have gut issues. So most skin issues are fueled by inflammation, even autoimmune skin issues like eczema and psoriasis. And premature aging of the skin is also fueled by inflammation, also known as inflammation. So where there is gut health, inflammation of the gut, there'll be also systemic inflammation in the body. I guess inflammation can manifest in so many different ways. So from an immune perspective, metabolic, brain, skin, gut, and if you think about what, when you think about, you know, your immune health, your metabolic health, your brain health, 
you know, mental health issues, digestive issues, blood sugar issues, uh, getting sick all the time, tummy bloating. So I think some of the most common symptoms of gut issues are having constipation or diarrhea and a lot of people think that's really normal because they've lived with it for so long and that of course is a really obvious indication that there's something going on your skin's an amazing barometer any inflammation in the body anything that's autoimmune because when you have leaky gut it can trigger your immune system to overreact and that also causes inflammation through the body as well so most issues in the body, I think it's a re- looking at your gut is a really, really great place to start. Um, I don't know where time is going. It's getting sucked away with you. But um, just a couple of questions. Uh, as someone who it seems like is kind of geeking out about the science side of things and you are obviously such an educator, what is something that you've learned recently? Because I imagine we're kind of more in your 2009 chapter of what you were learning. Uh you know, you're a few more years into this research. Have you learned anything recently that you've been like, oh, wow, okay. I really love postbiotics. Okay. So we, and something I love about fermentation is that it creates probiotics, which is living bacteria, and then it creates postbiotics, which aren't alive. They're basically these metabolic compounds that when through the fermentation process, the bacteria metabolize carbohydrates they feed on carbohydrates and as they're doing their thing and feeding on the carbohydrates metabolizing them they produce a byproduct called postbiotics and they're fascinating so a lot of scientists say what i'm working with are looking at the immune modulating anti-inflammatory benefits of postbiotics and also this is not very glamorous but dead bacteria they're looking at the benefits of how dead bacteria can also be really great for your immune health and also anti-inflammatory. So, you know, it's really hard in your marketing campaign to say, you know, because through fermentation you're going to have live bacteria, you'll have some bacteria that's died, you'll have the postbiotics and it's this complex, it, it contributes to this really complex bioactive formula when you ferment foods. But it's very hard. I think people will say to me, I can't even get my head around prebiotics and probiotics. And now you're talking to me about dead probiotics and postbiotics. <laughs> so um, I think that's something that will be the future of that area and looking at. So, for example, postbiotics for some people can be, if they're immunocompromised, can be tricky. And postbiotics don't have any of those issues because the bacteria is dead but they will have the anti-inflammatory and immune-modulating benefits. So there's still a lot of research being done in postbiotics. Um, but I love the fact that we have postbiotics in our formula because of fermentation. So it's, it's very cool. I love that. That's exciting. Um, my last question, then I'll let you go. I know you're doing a very wonderful tour of New Zealand at the moment. Um, a question I like to ask all my guests is what does their brain look like? Now, you can interpret that however you want. Um, some people think their brain <laughs> might look like a garden or a haunted house or uh, laser beams. I'm just curious as someone who is obviously so incredibly intelligent and so generous and, yeah, and it has been in this space. I'm just curious what it looks like up there in, in your words. 
I see my brain, when I think about my brain right now, I'm thinking about this ecosystem of, I'm just thinking herbs and bacteria and medicinal mushrooms and the solar system. Beautiful colours and bright lights and lots of vivid nature-inspired colours and lots of nature. Well, that sounds beautiful. I'll I might take a holiday from this chaos, <laughs> this hamster wheel, and come, come to your beautiful herb garden. It sounds lovely. It's still quite chaotic. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in that ecosystem, but it seems to be working quite well. Good, good, good. As yes. it should. And I'm um, so incredibly like proud of you and inspired by the work that you're doing in this space. Um, I wish I could have been there at your breakfast yesterday, but thank you so much for taking time to chat with me and. Uh, Yes, I'm excited for our listeners to be the first to hear about postbiotics. Get on the trend, guys. Um, but yeah, and was there anything else that you wanted to share or I can um, share about some of your products, your books? Get about your background and I find your journey really inspiring and your vulnerability really beautiful and honesty and well done to you for your amazing journey. Thank you so much. Thanks, Carla. It was such a pleasure talking to you.